Fresh Breakfast. Monday to Friday, 5, 5 to 8 a.m. On Metro FM. Eight minutes after five. Good morning. Welcome to Famous Fresh Fridays. This morning we're hanging out with, you know, he walked in here, myself and Mpo went to we should scream, ask for autographs, bow down, <laughs> or just run out of here. I almost went, ah. Did you throw his bra, your bra at him? Uh, luckily, I'm not wearing my oh, training not today. bra uh, because my boobies have lost uh, volume. Oh, I see. Uh, I this see. gym thing never loved my boobies. Ish, yeah, no. But then again, I'm a guy. What, what am I doing with boobies? You should share your secrets, my man. Uh, of what? Reducing boobies? Yeah. <laughs> 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 well, what are Hey, fresh, how's it, man? Tata, yo, Mpog, uh, Angie, Dumelang, good morning, South Africa. Thanks for waking up. Yo, it, it's not easy. I respect you guys for getting up on time for this show, and I see why it works. It's well engineered. And sure. Good morning. And then uh, when you're not Warren, who who are you? Like, I'm Shona. Oh, oh Shona. Yeah, Gososhanguve Bangizi as Shona. Or if you grew up with me primary and Sashanguve, you call me Shona. Yeah. If you call me Warren, maybe then we were in school or class together. I was going to say, how did we get to Warren? No, never saw Warren. Warren? Warren? <laughs> <laughs> Before you knew it, you had a name. <laughs> now, my father's name was Downton, and my mother's Hold is on. Margaret. You had a British father, Downton. No, he was not British. I mean, he was black with two black belts. He was a karateka. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why nobody made fun of Downton as a name. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> they knew. I think so. So, yeah, I just got it from my parents. I don't know what was the influence, sure. maybe colonization in the 80s when I was born. And then they decided he needs an English name mm. either than an African name. Sure. And that's why I ended up with Warren. I use it because it's cool enough for the stage name because people can call or pronounce Mundwana Masemola. So it's safe to go with Warren as a stage name. Hey, Tada. Hello, Mpo. Greetings, sir. How are you doing? I'm good. Can't complain. Angie? Yes, sir. Are you guys, like, you know, when you look at our official languages, do you speak all of them? How no. many do you speak? Uh, no, I'm I rubbish. wish I could. Yeah. I wish I could. So what are you sitting at right now? Kimlela uh, Spedi, Sisotru, a bit of Sitwana. So we, we have 11, uh, right? Sikosa, mm. Sizulu, Afrikansinyana, Sikoa. I mean, what, seven, not bad. Not I bad understand Chivenda and Shangani, yeah. even though I can't really converse. converse, but I can hear you. Because Chivenda is very much... Sibidi. Changani is very much Sibidi. Mm. So, yeah. Because you're not doing too badly. No, you're not, not at all. Um, in Nigeria, there are 520 dialects. Yeah. Ah, there, there, there. There's a bit of many languages there in Lagos, uh, Nigeria. <laughs> That's one of them. <laughs> <laughs> so, apparently, sign language could soon become the 12th official language in mm-hmm. SA. But they've been saying this, though. For the longest time, right, Warren? They have, especially when I decided to go study sign language because I was hoping to become that one South African actor who can do sign mm. language or yeah. perform. Mm. Oh, language. I thought you were hoping you would be the other bombi. No, 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 no. Just to know the language. But I dropped oh. out in the 13th week because I had to take up work. It's very sad to drop out of sign language classes or lessons. Or so what, do you just wave? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so they understood at least that. Yeah, it's an exit. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> To the prompt side of stage. Yes. That way. <laughs> Some way. I think this is I think this is massive. Mm, my thing huge. though, my thing is it's all good. Let's have sign language as the twelfth official language. Yeah. Do we even have the capacity to have this happen in schools? It's bad enough most schools give kids only two options. Exactly. Sizulu Africans. Yes. 
or English and Africans, whatever. Or English and Africans. Mm. Yeah. Like, do we even have the capacity? So, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm glad we're doing this. Let's make it 50. Absolutely. But if we don't even have the capacity for four languages in one school, mm. then which is actually a, a disservice, Absolutely. I believe. I mean, yeah. why should there be some sort of uh, um, um, imperialism mm-hmm. uh, that some languages are more equal than others in exactly. schools? But and for it's still me, the case. Sorry, Angie. Mm. For me, I think sign language is huge. And in terms of... You know, it's all good and well to have the other vocal languages, but when you equip children Mm. to be able to speak in sign language as well, for me, that should actually be a priority above all the other spoken languages. Why should it be a priority? Because you are then leveling the playing field, especially when children are involved. Then they see nothing... Um, not necessarily wrong, but they don't have that barrier, communication barrier between them and a child who might not be of hearing or mm. be able to speak. Mm. You are literally pl- uh, leveling the playing ground. For the rest of us, we're too old. It's, it's you know, it's oh, too it's far gone. Too old. Old. I get that, but mm. it's too far gone as opposed to arresting it at ground, at, at ground level. Literally. That's true, because it's easier to pick up a language when you're young. Yes. You know, I remember mm. when I was uh, like six years old, yeah. I would speak like five languages. I know many young uh, kids who speak like five languages mm. at yeah. the age of six. Mm. And I think it's easier to grasp a language when, you, when you're younger than, than when you grow. Here's our question. How proficient are you when it comes to sign language? Mm. Not body language, sign language. <laughs> true. Because um, a difference. We'd love to hear from you. Hashtag Fresh Breakfast. Follow us across all social media, Fresh Breakfast underscore. We are on WhatsApp, 081-577-3333. Warren Shona Masemola is in the building. Hashtag Famous Fresh Fridays. French Montana and Sway Lee. That was unforgettable on Metro FM. Good morning. Welcome to Fresh Breakfast, Famous Fresh Fridays. He's a South African actor and voice artist. He's known for his staring roles as gay neighbor Togozani Togo Chanel in the SABC One sitcom says Topla. Then he flips the script on movies like in Amba Namba. Warren was born in Harangua. He grew up in Soshanguve. Studied drama at Moving Into Dance and at the Market market theater laboratory warren is amazing at what he does in that he can take any character and deliver a convincing performance that will have you wondering who is the real warren ladies and gentlemen warren shona masemola good morning south africa i'm here at the famous fresh uh, breakfast yes with mpoma boy uh, fresh tato uh, so means welcome so means <laughs> oh my god oh my vibes yeah we live <laughs> do you ever look in the mirror and feel like austering or is everything happening within like you're handling everything um i look into the mirror and i really do feel like austering because sure. um I work a lot with the mirror. Sure. So when I prepare work, uh, either for theater or for television and film, I I learn my dialogue and then I have to play it out. And also, what the performer? Yeah, get the performer. I'm the first audience before anybody sees my work. It's very important to see where the cheek goes and and how ugly or beautiful it looks. If yeah. ugly or beautiful is the choice that you're going with, um, I've got four mirrors in my house. Heaven. Uh, it's my favorite thing. Actually, Do you have a mirror on the roof. I'm asking for a friend on the ceiling. No, no, oh. no. There's always construction in the building, so it's not safe because. Oh, like I I'm in the city. I'm in downtown in Johannesburg. Not one of the buildings that was evacuated. No, oh, one of the okay. one of the build, buildings that were very famous in here. 
history, especially the arts history. Um, no, 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 no. Uh, it's called the Doke House. That's where. No, Doke House. Yeah, yes, but yes. Gibson Gente yes, used to yes. work there a lot in the eighties before I knew that I would even end up in this industry. So yeah. it's got some attachment, yeah, history of the arts. <laughs> about it that I like. Um, it's too busy. Mm. You know, I'm a city boy. I was born and bred in the capital city. Uh, I stayed in the burbs before, but I'm very comfortable in the city. Sure. Yeah. Tell us about growing up. Uh, where were you born and raised? And tell us about those years. I was born in my maternal grandmother's bedroom mm. when my mom thought she needed the bathroom. Gandhi. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've never experienced it because I, I myself don't have a baby. So my mom must have been like to my grandmother, I need a number two. And then my ma- my grandmother must have been like, uh, ah, you'll be fine, man. Just hold it in. Yeah. And then my mom said, no, it's actually out. And then my grandmother said, oh, well, go fix yourself. And then my mom realized she can't walk because there was Warren Mundlua Nasho Namasamola. Heaven. So I was born in Harangua in my grandmother's bedroom and well taken care of. Uh, before crash, I used to just spend days with my grandmother. Mm. Um, I played Fafi Mochaina chasing a VW Beetle from the age of three <laughs> before I started going to crash at yeah. the age of four, uh, Dom Dom, and then uh, uh, five, uh, Dom Group, and uh, whatever. And then uh, finished crash and then left Harangua Zone 1, my mm. grandma's house, and I went to stay with my parents, my mom and my father. Sure. Go Soshanguve Block L. What kind of childhood was it? It was it was full of fun, man. Mm. You know, my grandmother used to sell beers when, when beers used to come in crates made out of boxes mm. instead of uh, what we know now. And she even has a picture where she's carrying like a case of beers on her head mm. and two cots on the side. Uh, she used to drink Hansa after a long day of uh, doing the Afskopo. Yeah. So she had like beautiful, long, strong nails that uh, in combination with the knife, she just knew the skill was just, you couldn't, you couldn't duplicate it. So I, when she held a half scalper, she would just go fast, like yeah. through a whole head, uh, yeah, sheep. Uh, she'd go through it, uh, maybe for like uh, four or five minutes using her nails, yeah, uh, nails and a combination of nails. <laughs> no, 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 get me right, a combination of nails and how you handle the knife. Because yeah. nice. if you and I tried to imitate it like her, yeah. then you'd get most of the meat off with, sure. the, with the hair, mm. and and so that's that, that was my life uh, before I started going to crash. When mm. I went to crash, I used to go with my cousin, so I felt like a big brother because I always used to have uh, take care of her to go to crash, which is like three kilometers walk yeah. and back and then back at home then you back to go play the final round of Mochaina you know chasing that dust of that car yeah mm-hmm. before I left for Soshangu there nice. <laughs> I'm, I'm just seeing a, a tiny you chasing this VW Beetle in the and dust. he's animated about it so he, he puts the picture right there oh it's such a beautiful memory I remember it and, I mean, and, and you look like you and me when you're a child your head has been the same size since you're a child <laughs> Except it doesn't have hair now. Then it used to have hair. But so like it, came on, uh, just a lollipop running after this car. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I remember those memories. Uh, I will never forget. I mean, yeah. it was at this house where I used to hate comb, uh, combing my hair mm. uh, with what we used to call an Afro peak, but sure. made mm. of metal. You know, mm. with, with a manta fist. Yeah, with a manta fist where you hold it. You know, and and so I used to uh, pat my hair with 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 water so that it used it to make it soft just to, soft to make it enough. manageable yeah. manageable so that when it goes it doesn't you know become painful it better becomes like a sometimes one one afro peak tooth falls out you just hear ding. yeah <laughs> 
Because ah, your hair was dry. Uh, or is it just me? Your hair, yeah, your hair must have been strong. It My was hair was me. not like that. Yeah, but those were the good years where I remember having hair. And yeah, man. We're hanging out with Warren Masemola. He is our famous Fresh Fridays guest. Any questions, feel free to send us your WhatsApps. 081-577-3333. Techno on Metro FM. This is Pana. We're hanging out with Warren Masemola. It is Famous Fresh Fridays. Warren recently back from Nigeria. Tell us about your trip to Nigeria. Uh, two years ago, I shot a movie, about two years ago, I shot a movie with Akin Aumotoso. Yes. Playing the character of Polani. And the movie's titled Via. A few that know about it have been begging and asking when is it coming out. So I was nominated for the uh, Africa Magic Viewers' Choice Awards mm. in February. We went up to Lagos. I didn't win it, but I'm very grateful for the nomination. Mm. Went back again about a week ago for the Africa Movie Academy Awards, uh, shortly known as the Amas. Again, I was uh, nominated for Best Supporting Actor in mm. a Film for Vaya for the role of Kolani. Sure. And I didn't win it. But I'm very grateful that we won as a team because mm. Akin won as Best Director, the movie won Best Screenplay and also Best Sound. And the guy that we do the sound with, the final mixer guy, is yeah. just phenomenal. I also just worked with him on another film just uh, doing ADRs. Tell us about Lagos. What did you pick up about Lagos? What did you enjoy about Lagos? What surprised you about Lagos? I was really surprised at how Nigerians in general appreciate us as mm. South African citizens. Mm. You know, after the whole experience of xenophobia and, and, and Nigeria and South Africa almost like not being, you know, good at each other mm. as, as, as residents or citizens. Uh, they were really warm and welcoming uh, the first and the second time round. Um, the... The infrastructure there is not so beautiful. I mean, if you imagine that you are a tourist and you want to go somewhere and have fun, it's not that beautiful, but it's got a lot of history. Mm. You know, they also have the shrine, the uh, Anakolupu Kuti Shrine, which is Falakuti Shrine. Uh, they have an island. It's not really an island. It's called Victoria Island. Um, they're busy uh, building land on top of soil that, that will grow uh, the land because the population is just a lot. Mm. It will humble you to see the poverty that is in Lagos and Nigeria and, 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 and the will for survival. You know, uh, I come from Soshanguva where kids are smoking yaup and then get my pack shop. Go mm. Nigeria, the Ano, my pack shop. You know, everybody's hustling, if not pushing, if mm. not trying to survive, you know. Selling water, selling whatever you can, you know. It's beautiful. Uh, the, the nightlife there, the music, the clubbing, uh, the social life. I mean, guys hit the dance floor and the women make a circle around the guys you know even when there's like a Rihanna track wow 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 it's still the guys on the dance floor you're sure. just like ah, I can't lost my take but lost my take I'm fit yeah. always sticking out the bam and that you go my go with my friend too you know uh, I enjoyed it I enjoyed it a lot yeah. Um, it was also a shock to see that all their cars are left end um, and their clubs they just look like spaza shops you know you, they say yo come we're going to the club and then you go you get to the club and just upon the entrance it's like a convenient shop at a filling station and you're just like Evan, is this a cut beer but then that would be like the DJ you know so Warren Masemola is in the building 
Coles will be making his 100th Super Rugby appearance for the Hurricanes. That match kicks off at 2.30 from the airline, uh, Emirates Airline Park Stadium. Otherwise, uh, that's all the sport for now. I'll be back at 6.30. And our 6.30 question is, if you had to include Warren Masemola in the lineup for the Derby this weekend, which team would you put him in and which position would you want him to play? <laughs> 0815 And he doesn't have to be a player. If he feels already, uh, Warren looks like a water boy. <laughs> then that's the position. <laughs> uh, back to back. Demoguled on Metro FM. We're about like I. Where do you want it? Right here on my back, puppy. At the collar. <laughs> I've been seeing this song for Huning, that's been your soundtrack Forever <laughs> It's hard Playing Gusha Who are you? Like who is this Playing guy? party Could the Russo music please stand up? But Obataru Tsume guy You know, you know Tsume? Yeah you know Yeah, how about blogs? Yeah. yeah But Obataru Tsume guy Famous Fresh Friday is hanging out with Actor a uh, thespian, generally a very nice guy, uh, and an inspirer of uh, lesser-known actors. We uh, shall call him Shona. Yes. Uh, but you might know him as Warren Masemola. He's here until 8 this morning. Now, you play various roles, Warren. What's the one role you had to prepare for the most? Where you felt like, yo, this is why I do what I do. It's my current project. Yeah. I play a character called Mafred. Sure. On a TV series called Jovijo. Sure. A lot of people thought the title of the show is called Coming Soon. Mm. It's going to play on SBC One. Ladies and gentlemen, it's going to start now in August, mid-August. I'm not sure what date, but it's mid-August, so look out for it. How did you prepare for this role? Three years ago, I had to start taking Sapanzola classes because the director, Vincent Molloy, always thought that I I dance really well. Mm. But growing up uh, in the past three years, I've been losing it because I don't I don't party and club and, and dance as much as before. Mm. So every Saturday, I had to go to Newtown uh, with a bunch of male and female Panzola extraordinaires. Mm. And they had to teach me how to dance as a Panzola. And so it was really difficult. Uh, so every single Saturday for the last three years? Uh, three years ago, yes. for like a good six months, yes. I used to take the Panzola mm. classes. And and then I lost it. And three years later, we now shooting the series, mm. and I still have lost that Sapanzola flair, and I'm still picking it up. And so it's very difficult to try and learn Sapanzola on set mm. while you're trying to polish your dialogue, mm. your translations, emotions, your taking direction, uh, hitting the mark, uh, and and being spiritually okay while taking all of this in while trying to perform. So it's the character of my friend. It's been really challenging. I mm. mean, I've done um, two others, which was Togashan, <coughs> excuse me, Togo Chanel for for Ses Topla. Mm. But my friend is 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 a lot lot requiring. I mean, we shoot in a in a community that is so so poor. Mm. It doesn't even have electricity. The crime there is real. Mm. So when the sun goes down, even uh, the production company and the crew 
you know, we're always on our toes, just looking out to be safe, to bring you guys this story. And it's, it's really difficult. It's most challenging. Mm. We're shooting in winter. The other time we're shooting, we had a cold front. And my character is mostly bare chest, you know. So, mm. so it's, it's, it's hard work. It's very challenging. Uh, I, I look at your face and I see a canvas. Like you, there are people who look at them and say, ah, this one's going to play a tootsie. Mm. This one is going to play a doctor. You are a canvas. I, if I see a, and it said the P word, um, homosexual. When I look at you, I see a, a gangster leader. I, I see everything. Do, do you, is there a character that when you think about like I, this one, I can't because for me, you're a chameleon. Um, when I started out uh, working in television and film, I had my legend and elders in the game, in the industry, say that they will not play certain roles like a criminal because of whatever reasons. Mm. But I'm of the belief that uh, we reflect what's happening in society. We mirror what's happening in society. We tell the stories that we, uh, other people don't see in society. So because I live my life really openly and freely, I, I get to experience a lot of people. And when when approached uh, by a director or producer for a certain character, and I feel like I've got reference enough for that character, or mm. I can push my limits uh, or stretch myself, then then I'll take that character. <clears throat> I do not limit myself. Mm. Um, I, I I truly now believe uh, recently that I was born for this, and I'm mm. doing I'm I'm doing the most, and I'm giving it my all with every character that I get to play. Speaking of characters, I'd heard recently that you you are interested in playing a Nyaope character. Why? Uh, it was a question asked uh, when I was doing a radio interview and people thought I played a Nyaope character on, on a Lokshan Biscop and mm. I've, I've never. But so the answer to the question was, if I do get presented with the opportunity, I will murder it because mm. uh, it hurts. Mm. Um, and I know this because just this weekend I was home. I've got friends who I was in high school with that smoke nyaobe, that sell nyaobe. You know, I try to talk to them out of selling nyaobe just so that we don't have it so much in the hood or mm. just take it out of the system completely. Mm. But because I know it so well and I, I'm, I'm, and I know what it does to A, the smoker, B, the family of the smoker involved and, mm. and C, how, how it messes up families and lives, you know. It's too close to, to home and... I, I would really present it well, and I can't wait. And maybe nobody's going to present me with this opportunity. Maybe I'll just produce and play it. I think you should. We're I hanging out. We're hanging out with Warren Masemola. Famous Fresh Fridays on Metro FM. Right now, we have the comedy minute with Stop Nonsense. No. Oh, Dino Bravo! What are you starting, brother? The birthday mix on Metro FM. DJ Dino Bravo in the mix. Find him on Twitter at DJ Dino Bravo. A bit of 45 BPMs. Uh, Warren Masemola was in grade 10 when a lot of these tracks came out. Warren Masemola used to sneak out of the house to come listen to me play at Club LS in Sunnyside, Pretoria. This was 1998, Warren. Correct. This was 1998, man. You know, when when there was also that music, uh, I mean, the track that went like a... Uh, 
Oh no, I forgot it. Yeah, but it was '98. Not the stealing ice cream song. I don't ice cream. I don't ice cream. I don't ice cream. I don't ice cream. When you played on 44, I don't ice cream. I don't ice cream. I don't ice cream. Ah, Victoria, stand up. The cover of a house music. Stand up. Donald and Tiwa Savage on Metro FM. This is Rain Drops, 12 after 6. Welcome to Fresh Breakfast, famous Fresh Fridays. Hanging out with actor Warren Masemola. Good morning. Good morning, South Africa. Uh, we are here with the team. It is the famous Fresh Breakfast. <laughs> I'm just trying to put on I'm just trying to put on my radio voice, but I guess there's no radio voice. Go deep, please. Uh, so Mizi just asked me to go deeper, ladies and deeper, gentlemen. Deeper, deeper. Um, this is Warren Masemola in your life on Metro FM. And this is not a night show, but it is a breakfast show. we got two more hours to go. Stay tuned. Tell your friends, your neighbors, uh. that we are live on radio. Was that deep uh, enough? Higher. Oh, so <laughs> What's going on? Ever since I'm using I'm standing on King. Alone, but not getting higher. Higher, get peachy, or higher, get in. What is high? <laughs> like really? Back back in school, were you a good child? Because Gela, were you a problem child? Were you a bully? Were you the first to smoke in class? What kind of child were you? I was a good child. Yeah. <laughs> okay, let's try that again. Nobody bought that. Let's try again. All right. In five, four, three, two, one. So going back to Action. school, what kind of child were you? <laughs> <laughs> I was a, I was a good child. Um, mm. I participated a lot in sports. Yeah. Um. I I participated a lot in in academics. Like I remember in primary we used mm. to play a game called Maths Twenty Four. Sure. Um. If you're not familiar with Maths Twenty Four, it's like you got four numbers and you must use all four signs in Maths, which is the addition, subtract, subtraction, uh, division, and multiplication, and all four numbers only once to get to the number twenty four. Um, so were you the staring? Nicholas staring. I was. Yeah. I, I've been staring for a long time. Before. Clearly, clearly staring and staring on television. Yes. And so, um, uh, but in class, I was like, I was noisy. Like I was always expressive. I was always talking in class. Mm. You know, all the teachers in all my grades would be like, Warren, please will you not distract the other children because <laughs> yeah. you do well in your in, in your with your marks. And, and you seem to find time to study or not. Are you just a genius? I don't know. But like I used to be very destructive in class because if you're a teacher in the front of the class and you'd be boring, I would take over your class. Mm. Yeah, from a young age. Uh, I mean, my teachers, please call me. It was all a dream. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, I remember like from as early as standard three, grade five, mm. you know, yeah. as soon as I knew what Afrikaans was, I would even take over teacher Kopa's class. Um, there was a, a, a teacher in my grade 10, uh, mm. teacher Apan. High school setup. Teacher Apan was so boring. <laughs> <laughs> and he taught economics and, and, and like his speech pattern was, so today there are RDP and RDP no many GDP. Can I call it GDP? And I'm just like, the economy is going down. <laughs> Did I say grade 10? That was 2008. No, it was 98. Yeah, yeah. maybe that's what, why we had a recession. I teach up and you cost South Africa. <laughs> so, I was, I was that girl. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
Now, Warren, to distract you just a little bit, you were talking about how you were uh, good gospotung, ne? And in our uh, sports, 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 Yes, no. <laughs> Why were you yeah. called Jabupule at drama school? I've, I've always been terrible at soccer. You know, I know how to only pass a ball. I don't know how to kick a ball. So whenever we used to So home. Komo ke papa, Downton. Komo Masamola, his name. <laughs> but yeah, nagi budi a ball. Because, yeah, like I only know how to pass a ball from the, myself to the next person. I don't know how to kick a ball. Yeah. I'm very terrible at it. Um, I'm a very big uh, Sundance fan, but I don't know soccer at it. I just know the rules. Um, I used to call myself Jabupule because... Uh, was his name when I was mm. in drama school yeah. and because in drama school uh, I was that kid uh, yeah, problem, the, the problem child, child yeah. in class so in, in soccer was Jabupule and so every time we played the guys never wanted to pass me the ball so I'd be like pass me look I'm Jabupule I'm Jabupule pass pass the timing timing pass pass you know and, and they never passed me and when they passed me the ball I'd stand on the ball be like a 16V Dr. Kumalo you know it was just flair but I never never really knew how to kick ball even today. Wow. And that was all your kicking ass on stage now? At least in I front can of the kick. Camera. Well, at, at least I can kick at something. You know, exactly. Uh, but not so comfortable. 17 after 6, Warren Masemola is in the building. If you have any questions for him, please get in touch with us on WhatsApp 081-577-3333 or use the hashtag Fresh Breakfast. We'll find your tweet or your post on Facebook, wherever it is you're in a post. Yo, South Africa, a heads up. There's a risk of sore throats in your area. If you have the first signs of a sore throat, act immediately, but not with a non-medicated throat sweet. Take an expert product. Take Strepsils. Strepsils honey and lemon kills bacteria and stops them from multiplying. Stop a sore throat early. Take Strepsils. DJ Zandi and Reason, this is rigorous. 25 after 6, happy Friday to you. Welcome to Fresh Breakfast on Metro FM. Famous Fresh Fridays, we're hanging out with Warren Masemola. Thank you for all of your SMSs, your WhatsApps, and your tweets. Warren. Yeah, man. I'm, oh. I'm sure you're sick and tired of this question, but we have at least 50 WhatsApps asking the same thing. Why is Warren bald? Why does he not have eyebrows? You've told this story before, but for those that have no idea, uh, care to share. Said, yeah. I haven't heard the, the answer. Oh, you, you, oh okay. Yeah. Well, I'm curious, but you've been scared to ask. I actually didn't notice. Uh, the condition is called the alopecia. Yeah. Alopecia is a condition, not an, a sickness or illness or a disease. Okay. It's a condition where you do not have hair, and mainly because you do not have hair cells which means you don't have cells that grow hair. Mm. Uh, and so when did you realize that this is where you're going? Because you had hair when you were still a child. Yeah. yeah. So after my Afropeak, uh, my still Afropeak moments uh, for the first six years of life, I started getting fungi, uh, fungal infections on my, on my head. Mm. Uh, and I would get like ringworms. Mm. So when the ringworm would heal, 
then it would be a patch. Mm, uh, the hair the, wouldn't grow back there. The hair wouldn't grow back. Mm. So after one, I had two, then three, then a few, then a lot, and no more hair. Mm. And then I started undergoing treatment uh, with a dermatologist, with my mom and dad. How old were you at that stage? I was six. Okay, from age six already. Yeah, yeah. I was six years old when, when it all started happening. Mm. And before my seventh year birthday, it was all gone. Yo. Mm. And I was undergoing treatment, uh, taking drugs, lots of drugs. Uh, and then my body also went weak. It affected my bones as well. Mm. And then I started taking other other supplements for my bones. So as a six, seven, eight-year-old, are you scared? Are you understanding what's happening to your body? What was going through your head? I wasn't clear about what was going on. Mm. But um, I think back then I must have thought that uh, whatever was going Bora through... Borakai, you were not saying... Ah, ba, ke, ba, ke, <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, okay. No, uh, it was... M- mine, mine would have said that. Yeah, no, a lot of... Yeah, yeah, yeah obviously. Uh, but like, um, uh, in the family, it was just like what's going on. And mm. we were all waiting to see what it was. And I think that's why I was never really scared about it because mm. I was also experiencing it. Sure. And only when I knew that I didn't have hair for some time and people were teasing me, mm. especially at that age, like in primary, so the other students would be teasing me. And mm. it was not nice. Like, mm. it really, really hurt. Mm. Um, so... Then I uh, continued with my treatment, and then I grew some hair back, but the hair follicles were not the same as mm. you know our hair. It was a little bit like Indian hair follicles. Mm. No, so, so and and the ends were not even. Mm. So we tried to make them even, mm. and and then we started losing some hair again, and then it was gone officially. And then um, I think I must have been like seven before eight years young. Mm. Uh, my parents uh, set me down. You good? And I'm like, I'm good. You know what? Let's live life. Yeah. Mm. I think somehow we found a, a, a way forward. And mm. we're just like, we'll live life. Let's, you know, yeah, let's leave condition. it. Mm. And then later when I was about 10, 11, 12, then a cousin, my sister, uh, told me what the condition was because maybe my parents knew but like they never told me or they did tell me but it didn't register because I was very young mm. and when I was about 12 years old then I knew it was called alopecia and sure. then now mm. as a grown man I researched about it now I know a couple of people who have alopecia in Gauteng mm. in, in Johannesburg in South Africa and other famous people in the world like mm. sports players yeah. mm. when you were being teased how did you deal with it you know did you never have days where you don't want to go to school because you know that they're going to tease you not in primary yeah not in primary because it was it was funny mm-hmm. you know so they would tease me but you know how kids can make jokes about sure. you and then you all laugh together sure. that was fun mm-hmm. you know but when i was in my grade eight standard six mm-hmm. i went to a school called we're school lang and woven. I got that to a buyer mm-hmm. i get nearby my uh, memories uh van da afi uh, so it was the first three days of school. Maybe we started school on a Wednesday. Mm. So when we used to change classes uh, from basic techniques to English to Adreskende mm. to Veskene, I mean, to think it was an African school. So at this African school where you think that uh, your black folks will have your back, they were the ones who didn't have my back. Heaven. So they were stupid enough to bump into me corridors and be like, Hey, we've never seen a chess cop like this one. Get balone, get to adima, spit stick, you know. And then they used to sing a song. I mean, I was 13 years young. And yeah. they used to sing a song goes like, You're a mommy of my Jeep. And then it would be a shower. Sure. Wow. On my head. Yeah. But I'm talking like 26 plus wow. boys, mm. metric students, mm. who mm. I thought. As black folks, 
and this Afrikaner school mm. would have my back. Sure. But none of them did. How did, um, it, how did it make you feel? It hurt me. I mm. didn't stay in that school because I, I quickly started being very negative about mm. the system in the school, the culture of the people that ran the school. They forced us to wrap our school books and college exercises, uh, newspaper, mm. so that we could always be reading. You know, it makes sense, you know, try to get a child to read. But mm. like... I started being very negative. I remember on a Monday, I mean, one Friday, I w on the Friday, the third day I went back home, I found my mom sitting outside and I lied on the grass on my sleeping bag. Mm. And I said to my mom, I don't want to go to the school. And she mm. said, what's wrong? I said, I don't want to go back to the school. Mm. And on Monday, she said, we're going back to school together and to go to sort it out. And I said, we're probably going, but we're going to fetch all our school fees. Yeah, she paid, she paid the school fees in advance for the year. And I said, the only reason we're going there is to go fetch my school fees. Otherwise, I'm definitely not going there yeah it, it really hurt me like and then i cried and it hurt me like and i can't remember anybody from that school and i, I don't care i really don't care where they now. yeah now, and 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 if you hit me up on twitter and say but warren we went to langen woven not langen woven we're school uh Yelensburg. if you sure. tell me about Yelensburg, i don't recognize you yeah hashtag yeah fresh breakfast monday to friday five five to eight a.m on Metro FM.